I just, I realized like the phone was in front of the button. I, got <laughs> I have the phone sitting on my computer, you know what I mean? Yes, I see. Your computer is simply a stand for your phone. <laughs> Not very expensive. <laughs> uh, Let me check my MIDI real quick. Good morning. MIDI. Let's see, what? All right, we're good to go. We're good to go, bitches. Oh, 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 hold on. I see. I Good morrow, sir. You're very loud. Just a minute. Oh. I was like trying Excuse to... Excuse me. Uh, again, I was trying to uh, like do the volume on my computer. Dumb bitch. <laughs> my mom... Wait, what did you call me? My mom thought it was funny that you called me like a, a neoliberal bitch or something. She really liked that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's like, that's right. <laughs> you get her, Schmidt. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> how do we? How do we do it? <laughs> how? Okay. <laughs> oh, what the podcast? <laughs> how do we talk into the phone? So I um the coronavirus is over. Kale from my garden <laughs> this morning. What? What? I. I ate kale from the garden this morning. Wow, that's in so in eggs. That's so nice and bougie. It was nice. Kale from Twas. your homegrown garden. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus is over in the United States. That, I don't know if you know this. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, we have a vaccine. Not only okay, that's fake news. Not only is it over in the United States, it appears to be people are just over it in general. So. Yeah, it's like, all right, we did the two months. It's summertime, like, fuck off, we're going to go. Like, wrap it up. I do, th- I mean, I said this in the gal pal chat, but it's like, there is a, some, I mean, maybe it's just straightforward, actually, but there is this, like, confluence of energies between, like, the protests and people coming out of quarantine, yeah. and especially for, like, I don't know, we went to the protests, like, very, 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 very briefly, like, for five minutes yesterday, um, and it just, like... In Brooklyn? Yeah, south of Prospect Park, and it was. I mean, we. I didn't. I didn't look it up after the fact, but there wasn't any like there wasn't any like conflict between the police for the brief time I was there. Um, but it does, especially for like the white people who are going. It just feels like they're celebrating the beginning of summer, like the end of coronavirus. Oh my god. That's what it feels like. I mean, I, I definitely, I agreed with, like, your kind of assessment that there's a lot of, like, like, in addition to the regular rage that exists, there's, like, pent-up energy and yeah. and stuff that's happening right now. Like, the dynamics of the virus, of, like, the quarantine and how people were already protesting the quarantine in the, in the States. Um, not necessarily the same yeah, but people. that's a different group of people. Yeah, yeah, different I know. Group. Not the same people. I know. Right. I'm not, I'm not trying to say everyone's a white militia man. I just, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying like there was already like rumblings of that in one group and then this is like a different, this is appealing right. to a different group of people. It's, it's funny, like I'm still talking specifically about white people, but it's funny because I think that there probably was an undercurrent with like liberals 
also that they were like fuck this quarantine it's like doesn't it's starting to like intuitively not make sense anymore but they couldn't rebel but they couldn't right yeah because it's like oh that it's already like a politicized someone would think they were a gun owner an opinion and that's not allowed and so they're able to like channel even if they weren't like conscious of having that feeling then like oh perfect like protests are happening right now so i can just channel this like energy i've been feeling through like writing like black lives matter on a sign with my like hip tattooed boyfriend and like going i don't i don't know what was the demographics of the protests in brooklyn like was it like it was like the i would say it was probably like if you were to actually break it down it was probably like maybe like Maybe like fifty fifty, given that there are only two races. <laughs> I th- I think it was probably fifty fifty. The the like people centralized in the middle, like the people leading the protests were black, but like we were more towards the edge, and a lot of those people were white, and like we like came out of the park, and a lot of people were like did kind of what we did, which was like nice day in the park, okay, time to go to the protest, like walk out of the park, just to get that, just to be able to then take a selfie and be like solidarity literally as we were walking up there was literally a guy with um his cell phone like on facetime with somebody being like okay we're gonna walk over now so you can see what's going on i mean i understand documenting and like wanting to no no nobody needs to (laughs) not everybody needs to document like there are people documenting you don't need to like be like, look at us at the protest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, this, for, like, social media vibes. I was already poking fun of that. That, like, that could be a lot of people's experience. Like, um, if you had social media and you went for five minutes, then you would have been guilty of that. But you don't, so you're guilt-free. Thank goodness. Um, yes, I'm guilt-free. But I would never take a picture of anything. I just... I, just, <laughs> I know, God. Um, don't <laughs> I know it? <laughs> um, I just wanted to say... I just was curious, like about the also just like age of people like is it a lot was it a lot of young people or was it like mix it it kind of felt like our age honestly it felt like a lot of people our age there were some like like the place where the one in Brooklyn was is in like an area that has a lot of like foot traffic anyway so like I think people were being collected to a certain extent there was like some older people like in their 60s like standing at the very back like leaning against the wall um and there were pro but it was right south of the park where was it yeah right south of the park so like before the mansion time yeah no like basically the intersection of ocean literally the intersection of ocean and parkside which is like kind of near where flatbush runs and a lot of people there's that's where like all the businesses why do you think it was there or it's not a thing like it doesn't um i don't i the the people who were at the like we were the protests started to move as we were, like, walking away, and the people that were, like, at the very front, like, leading and doing the speaking were holding some sign. I can't remember what it said, but it referenced, like, Flatbush specifically, so I'm wondering if the people who organized it are, like, live in Flatbush and do, like, activist stuff specifically around that area. It's also that street right now is is car-free. They've made a bunch of streets in New York car-free to give more like public space so that you could do social distancing so that particular street and i don't know it is like a good like centralizing place like a lot of neighborhoods meet at that corner yeah i guess i was thinking it would make more sense to be like above the park at the grand army plaza or whatever that's called 
Yeah. But yeah, you could do that, I guess. But I guess if they had blocked off the street already, it makes more sense. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, it's just, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know. So you didn't see just, violence. Protests are kind of bullshit. Okay. There's we know like how you feel. You, so you Sorry. didn't see. <laughs> Way to discredit Sorry. everything. Hap- so first of all, these are not exactly just protests. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm specifically talking about the thing yesterday. And so that was like, so basically you're saying peaceful protest is bullshit. <laughs> but that was know, like. like it, the the person that I'm living with right now, we were talking about it yesterday, and like the kind of conclusion we came to is like protests are empty, and riots are also empty, but the riot like the form of it embodies that emptiness in a way that's like more genuine because it's not a. There's no there's not there's no real assertion that riots are anything but like empty in what they're doing like it's a there's a nihilism in riots whereas protests people it only like serves to like edify the people that are going I guess but they think that they're doing more I mean we've talked about this before like we've talked about this before a lot and like we both have sort of like agreed that um there's yeah something maybe like empty or something about protests but I think the the other thing is about attention and that's like the main force of a protest and then a riot is like even more attention because it's doing like um damage not just occupying yeah. space yeah and it's about there's something, getting, there's like, something else though like i don't know if like a riot is necessarily the natural conclusion of a protest like i don't think it's just more of a protest i think well, it's something is else. It, i mean my understanding was that i understand what, okay i hear what you're saying i just my understanding was that like so my feeling is that riots, they don't necessarily, like, always linearly um, relate to protests. Like, riot is more intense protests. Like, there's different dynamics going on. But, um, yeah. uh, and I think a lot of people have, like, really sort of, like, strict views about, like, I mean, just the history of, like, and rhetoric around nonviolent protests as being, like, more effective and, like, important um, yeah. for all different reasons. Um, kind of, like, playing by the rules reasons. Um, yeah. And riots but riots in terms of getting attention in terms of that aspect in terms of media coverage um they obviously are extremely effective and i was i was under the impression that like okay it's not like every protest and riot has to have like an end goal but i thought that these ones did have a very like like goal concrete goal of having the uh the cops involved be tried for murder isn't that right yeah, I mean, the cops I think that killed George the, Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the um, the pro. I'm sure that like yeah, that like demand was in existence from the like inception of the protests, and so people are like naturally attributing those demands to the to riots, everyone else. But the, there is something like there is something at least somewhat organized about a protest, even if there is some sort of organic element that requires everybody to suddenly feel invested in that thing. Um, but there's the rioting is like I don't want to call it like spontaneous, but it but feels more like chaotic, right? Like less driven to a goal, right? It, or like, or it's more it's. 
it's less about driving towards a goal and more about like a manifestation of a particular type of rage. Yeah. And, and I think that's like, that's sort of in and of itself a goal or whatever. Like you don't have to think about it as a goal, but like, I think, yeah, a lot of right. people I- involved in protests and riots would find it frustrating when like, like <laughs> people on the outside from whatever side are just like, well, what do they want? Like, what are their demands? Please print them on a piece of paper, sir, so I can understand. Like, be articulate. That whole, like, I don't know, uh, demand yeah. for, like, for right. articulateness. Like, as if that's ever worked. Right. And, <laughs> um, oh, my God. I saw a funny, like, tweet that was, like, a screenshot of, of uh, it was, like, one person had said, like, just the typical, like, condemning violence in protests being, like, you know, once you start using violence, you're, like, lower than something, something, whatever. Who the fuck knows? You, you get it. <laughs> typical, like, condemning. Some dumb bitch who, like, pays for the military to go kill, like, millions yeah. of children. I can't remember overseas. if it was a politician, but it was just, probably not. It was some just, like, asshole commentators, like, sitting in their, like, fancy New York apartment, probably. But anyway, so they commented and someone responded, Okay, so the Boston Tea Party was bad. <laughs> I love that. I love that comparison because it just like gets to the whitey, like McWhiterness of that person. And then, um, yeah, like because that's the literally the only riot that they could like directly empathize. Yeah, with, yeah. The Boston and then, Tea and then Party. somebody else. I don't think the original person. Somebody else responded, being like. The Boston Tea Party was justified because it was after many, many attempts uh, to do other things, like and there was n- and like the English were not responding to like you know diplomatic requests and, and, and demands over the course of a long period of time, so they were only left with rioting. Just like it's like, do you think that rioting just comes out of like a calm, intentional place where they're like, okay, well, we tried one protest, not yeah. the riot. I really like, yeah. Or just like the idea that like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you get the implication of that. It's, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> you know, they ask politely many times. I don't see black people asking politely. <laughs> Maybe if they tried that, things would be better. Have you ever tried it's a like petition? <laughs> uh, have you heard of a little thing called moveon.org? <laughs> what about democracy? Have you heard of that? <laughs> Why don't you just vote? <laughs> Fuck. It's like exactly. insane. It's insane. Americans are like actually insane. It's like yeah. we're really fucked in the brain when it comes to like political ideologies because we just are like brainwashed We've never like white americans have never had to like feel bad about their political system i mean <laughs> just like i vote and then sometimes i win and sometimes i don't win <laughs> it's just but funny that americans the greatest that, country yeah. in the world or it's american like, totally americans insane. think that Amer- like americans invented democracy it's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> like well we're the first ones to do it. It's like, all right. <laughs> it's a perfect system. You need to go study a little more, buddy. But yeah, I really like the Boston Tea Party being brought in. Um, uh, I I want okay. I'm one thing that's interesting just from like a etymological point of view. You know how I like that point of view. Um, mm-hmm. From a language from perspective, an etymological point of view. My linguist. My inner linguist um, mm-hmm. 
in terms of like how people how media in Russia is talking about um these protests lay protests or riots um I so I was somewhat surprised but I guess I shouldn't be that surprised to see the word pogrom used oh and then and t- using Wait, media. in state media in state media in all across and it it turns out like so so um various media and people um in the internet are calling the uh the riots in in the US pogroms pogrom okay and at first so I was surprised because yeah because like when we hear the word program pogrom we think of specifically the Jewish pogroms pogroms um of the 19th century and after but like some of the most famous ones are 19th century and you saw like a wave of um of 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 Jews leaving eastern europe ukraine and belarus and good Russia. riddance am i right yeah what what brought us is his yeah. family to america um, yeah uh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not what I meant to respond. <laughs> and your family, right? My family came not pogrom at related. the beginning of the 20th century. So, but it, it might have been. I don't know. You, you tell us later once you finally learn your own family history, you dumb bitch. Okay. Um, right. But okay. In any case, so in English, that word just like for us equals the Jewish pogroms, right? You would agree. Yeah. I mean, yes, for the most part, I'm aware that there were other pogroms but I that model is what I think of right and so but it turns out that pogrom is just the Russian word for like riot for like mayhem oh fully there isn't mm-hmm. another word oh I mean, there are other words like bunt which is like bunt, revolution or like revolt or um what is used to describe 1917 revolution revolution but yeah revolution like revolution which is like the, you know, whatever, Frenchized or general word. And then, like, I'm sure they were bunts, like, also used. Um, it's possible that word was used then. I actually don't know. Wait, it's confusing. Not that, like, riot tells you exactly, like... I feel like there's something about the word riot that tells you who was the instigator of the riot. You know, usually in the context it's used to describe who was the instigator. So, But when you say Jewish pogroms, you don't mean, like, the Jews were rioting. Oh, I see what you're saying. <sighs> yeah. Like, we would say race riots or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, right? Not, like, black people riots. No, yeah, we would... I think we would say race riots. Like... But- the riot, but it yeah. seems like pogrom is like there's maybe I'm misinterpreting, but it seems like there's something about the word that's a little more, like removed. I if don't. It, if, what's the direct translation? Yeah, so the etymology which, um, is just from the word grom, which is the word for thunder, and oh, cool. Yeah, and um, or like just it, it's both the word for thunder, like when you say lightning and thunder, like the weather, but it's also the word okay. like for a loud clash or like a it's, it's a sound, okay. like a sound okay. oriented word more than riot is. Um, okay, and I think grom you could also consider to be something of an on- onomatopoeia in the sense of like 
because the thund- thunder says grom. It sounds grom. Grom. Because of the like the <laughs> yeah okay I, okay when you the said that syllables that are used yeah like like a hard g and then an r and then the deep o it's like it and the m it's like a humming it's a sound word it's not a monopia anyway and what does po mean uh, that's just uh, a prefix um you i you can't like really give it like a specific meaning like in general as a prefix it means like through or like along but okay. it's not it's not the the word isn't exactly like a prefix and then the word grown because it's just it's one word it's not like it, it maybe comes from the prefix i'm not sure about that but like in okay. the etymo- etymological explanation um the focus is on the grown part because that's the like part that has the most meaning like from church slavonic it does does the word i mean to you i assume that it probably does but in russian does the word feel like anachronistic or it it is something that you would see pop up often (sighs) certainly i don't think it's used that it's definitely not used that often or maybe i'm just not that aware of it but it yeah i had the same question it seems like no it doesn't sound antiquated I don't think okay. like so much me- so many media would be using it in that way. Like it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It it doesn't essentially like it. Yeah, it doesn't bring like back the idea of like the 19th century. It's not like it literally <laughs> means like a kind of anarchistic or like lawless violence committed by a crowd or group of people, including looting, murder, destruction of property. It it includes all those things. It's not about necessarily one group persecuting another the way the Jewish pogroms are. Mm, okay what is the and then what is the context in in most of the articles you read um how how it's being described yeah um i found like i was trying to see if there was any noticeable difference between um you know like state state media and uh the so-called more independent independent or liberal media but i um it wasn't that drastic. I did notice that like Nova Gazeta and maybe Medusa a little bit, they seemed to, so those are the more independent ones. This might be stretching a little bit and just depend on like the actual journalist, but it kind of seemed like they were focusing more on the reason, like the murder. So they were like, mm. get in the beginning, like they gave a description of the scene more, like, specifically Nova Gazeta. Like the whole beginning of the article is about the murder and um, getting giving some background, like on Floyd as a person, that, like humanizing, and then so yeah. that that could just again be the style that this particular journalist uses, but th- that was really noticeable. And the title says, "I can't breathe," is the title, and okay. then it says something else okay. about it. So there's like they're like tuning into sort of like more of the the side of the protesters, um, I would say, and. Uh, like Channel One, like the very, the, I don't even know, maybe the main, yeah, state channel, um, was like almost more dry, definitely less humanizing, and just focusing on like descriptions of the riots themselves, of like chaos and violence that's happening um they explain of course the reason they're not like i mean it's journalism it's just very sort of like dry feeling like they don't it doesn't feel like tinged in either direction it's just like this is happening because 
a police officer killed an African American man, and like the, it's, okay. it's kind of so. There's not you don't there's no like Soviet coloring where they're like look at the shambles America. Oh, in. I would say that that is a way. Definitely not in so many words, like not, because again, like as much as you can hate on Channel One or like whatever. Um, 24, like the state channels, they're journal. They write like journalists. They sound like journalists. They yeah. don't have like really, really like tinged language. It's just the way that they, what they choose. So like they're not writing that much about this topic, I would say. But you know, certainly not as much as U.S. media with like constant updates. But yeah, obviously. But like they are maybe in highlighting the chaos. They are kind of doing what you're saying. Um, sort of like because they wouldn't highlight other nice things about America, perhaps. Yeah, and like, I just mean even like in focusing their pieces, again, this might be a stretch, but it felt like focusing the pieces on the out-of-handness of the situation. Like the cops can't okay. control the situation. 500 troops were moved in. Da -da 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 -da. Like focusing on these sort of like um, clashes between people and power structures sort of like showing that um you know it's it's a shit show like the overall message is definitely that it is a shit show and you could say it objectively is but that's like what it feels like they're focusing on more than the human story around like the murder of a person and like the history okay. also medusa i think it was medusa or maybe it was also nova gazeta their article was maybe the most like in-depth gives um yeah i think it, it was yeah, it was Novaya Gazeta gives like a history, a little history of like other riots related to um, police killing black men. Like in okay. recent history, mentions a, a couple of incidents, mentions Ferguson, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and like Charlotte. Wait. And L.A. in 92. That's, I forget who that is. But basically. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, we were trying to remember ourselves. Like they... I think they do a good job of like historicizing and and explaining the situation a little bit more. Whereas like I think Channel One and like the the journalists Channel One are focusing up more on like the current events aspect and like this is what happened, not like trying to explain. It's different. It's it's this it, yeah no that makes sense. It's weird how like the the um, there's some aspect of like maintenance of a nation or like maintaining the image of a nation that requires you to differentiate yourself from other nations based specifically on whatever quote ideals were used to found your nation like I feel like American media really likes to focus on like totalitarian governments behaving in a particular way that we like to pretend don't happen here mm -hmm. like talking about journalists being arrested mm -hmm. in other countries is like big for mm -hmm. big big for us it's a big thing and it's and it's done in like it's done in this i guess in very intelligent way where it's like somehow you manage to divorce you like it makes americans incapable of pattern matching or something you mean saying that there are things, the same, like, issues with abuse yeah, of power like happening within America? Right, yeah. Like, there's something where, okay, the, like, yeah, police violence here is bad, but, like, it's much worse other places. So, like, therefore, it's not, like, a central 
organizing problematic principle of America. Like somehow it's it's not like at our core. You think that that's We're, what people think? Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, actually, yeah, I wanted to just add, like in terms of the dynamic of like comparing, which is always present in in like Russian media, I think for in a lot of cases, but like... Um, the U.S. also compares itself to other countries, but like you're saying, in you know, a more sort of like high horse way, whereas yeah. I feel like the general Russian media comparison, comparing to the U.S. is usually to show like, you hypocrites. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I always like, really feel like, uh, what's the word? Um, I can sympathize definitely with that like yeah. Russian narrative. Yeah. Um, and not only Russian, but it, it's... Uh, one like one so th this is another dynamic I saw was like um this one <laughs> I don't know what you want to call him talk show host I don't know if I want to say journalist Solovyov he's like very famous he has like a night uh show whatever that's like on the first channel um yeah okay well he like it's he's like the equivalent of like Stephen Colbert or something mm, like more like a conservative a and he like does he interview guests and stuff or no I think so. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. He's crazy. Okay. I don't know. He, he's like, a, he's like, he's like the main like Putin propaganda puppet okay. man. Right. I mean, I'm he, thinking of a different he's person. more like one of the Fox News guys, like the disgusting. Who, who's the guy that looks kind of like Liev Schreiber? You know that guy? Uh, Liev Schreiber? Talk show host. Oh, that's dur, 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 dur. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's a different guy who's like funny. Uh, Ergon. Ergon. Yeah, yeah, that's different. Solovyov okay. is like right. no. He is first of all, he's like he's older. Um, he's in his fifties. He like he looks kind of like a like a chubby Spock to me. Like he had he wears like he has <laughs> Wait, like a Spock haircut. Solovyov. Yeah. So. Uh, how do you spell it? S O L O V Y O V. So I love y'all. Okay. He like, you know, not the philosopher. <laughs> What's his first name? Vladimir. Okay. He's a oh, quote yeah, unquote Russian. He's journalist. a journalist. Yeah. Uh -huh. According to Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, Steve Bannon's also a journalist. Oh fuck! Wait, the Russian poet philosopher was also named Vladimir Solovyov. Okay, <laughs> so you, annoying. That's annoying. But you see what I mean? He wears these like sort of yeah, like yeah. vaguely like priest or like Eastern like Asian jackets and has this like kind of Spock haircut, and he just like is. <laughs> He's a Jew. Ridiculous. He is. Yeah. Okay. He was born to a Jewish family, and his mother. They both graduated from the history and philol philol I can't say that word philological department Ology. of the Moscow State Lenin Pedagogical Institute. Okay. Well, anyways, he's just like known <laughs> as being yeah, like I said, a very um, ridiculous sort of like propaganda spouter. Um, and yeah, his his show is like on channel one. Everything makes sense. But anyway, he has been really he loves this. He loves when there's like problems in the US because he loves to talk about them. And so he um like Honestly, I would too, but yeah. Yeah, I mean like more but more than like the dry, like, you know, just newscasters that I was talking about from channel one. On his show, like all talk show people, they like color everything with their own you know, opinion. It's much more like a op-eddy type of format. And he also has a personal Instagram, which he has devoted recently to posting 
uh, picture like videos from from the U.S. I don't know who was sending these videos. They're like not from news channels. They're like from people. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I did see somebody. I forget who. I just somebody tweeted on tweeted on Twitter. They there was it was like a screenshot of CNN interviewing somebody. But in the background, Russian state media was interviewing people. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. actually, I'm sure. I mean, I know that makes sense they have correspondence yeah. but he i think yeah. he's also just he's showing stuff for, like a combination of like people's videos and news and stuff but he basically has his on his personal instagram i, I haven't watched his show about this but on his instagram he's just commenting like with his own sort of opinion and he's like okay. um like he showed some video of it seemed to be cops it was nypd like beating people up a couple of days ago protesters obviously okay. um like yeah. hitting protesters like very violent and distressing and like people screaming and stuff and was just like okay. here's like here is u.s law enforcement showing the world how to treat protesters like something like that or like um he posted some footage of like you know just the looting scenes and like burning police cars. And um, I think in the comment was in London, Seattle, but he was posting from different cities and was like, was like, like funny, we haven't caught, like caught a whiff of Russia blaming yet or something like that. Like he brought up the concept that this will all eventually be blamed on Russia. Like, oh, someone I'm sure a- that there's already, I'm sure, I meant to look this up. I'm sure there's already like troll. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Russian. American trolls? No, I'm sure that there's some article that's saying, like, Russian trolls are doing shit. Oh, yeah, probably. Russian trolls have instigated the riot. They want us to lose. (laughs) (laughs) They want the great American experiment to fail. But, like, and then then there's just the concept, like, I think... um, Okay, well, CNN coming through. Analysis, yes, there's misinformation in Minneapolis. No, it's not all, it's not all Russia's fault. Okay, all right. Oh That's yeah, amazing, maybe. wow. I thought he was just, like, making that up, but I guess it's just, like, it's so, like, hardwired for people now that they will find a way to, like, blame Russia for sowing discord, as they say, within oh, our minds. <laughs> within the great American mind. The great American oh. collective mind. I mean, yeah, the, like, Solovyov, it's, like, uh, that vibe is definitely there. So that's kind of the vibe of, like, you hypocrites, but much more specifically opinionated because it's, like, his personal account. Um, And I think that's generally, like, the way a lot of people feel, I'm sure, all over the world, but definitely in Russia, of, like, um, just the overall, like, when... When things, when bad things happen within the U.S., like domestic, domestic situation is like more clearly um, and openly shown to be like the fucked up thing that it is, um, domestic politics, like people, it just gives people sort of more, I don't know, I'm having trouble expressing myself. It gives people more like strength or something to point out how hypocritical U.S., foreign policy is in in involving itself in various places being like we are for democracy like let's bomb this person because we need to make sure they're democrat 
elliptically functioning. And just like the <laughs> the whole I'm sorry, can you please play, place the pebble in the bucket to vote? Otherwise you're not a human. Yeah. The whole like <laughs> pebble in the bucket. Sticks. Um the whole Wait, isn't that how Greeks voted? Pebbles? I don't know. So don't make me like try to like <laughs> Theorize. You should know this, Miss Humanity. I believe it was pieces Humanity. of paper. I believe they drew straws. <laughs> um, the shortest straw gets to be president of Greece. <laughs> I just, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's such an obvious narrative, but it's, it's so, like, it's understandable because um, that it would just come up again and again and, like, frustration with the U.S. doing their, like, it's, like, the high horse bullshit and like city on a hill and everything that we ha- stand for from the very beginning of the existence of our amazing like nation. We, we, we started the country a day one. We're like, we are the best country. <laughs> so we're only white men old. can vote and we're the best, period. <laughs> we're the best and that's part of our founding that we're the best. So if we're not the best, then it won't work. So yeah. we're the best. And like, I mean, yeah. the, the problem is that there's, that it's not... Sometimes we get into this conversation, these conversations where it seems like we're saying like the Russian politicians or like media is right. And they are right, but they're also being disingenuous. It's not like they're pure of heart. They're they're doing their own like narrative weaving over there to get what they want. Right. And I don't just it just happens to be that their points are like. I I would really, really be hard pressed. Yeah. And I would be really hard pressed to call any media genuine like <laughs> what like that's not even a thing that i like a metric i would apply to media like it's the media is the dominance of like what fucked up thing is happening at this particular moment and that's all that we need to know and we don't need to know about like historical context and stuff so i mean i think like i mean at least that's the news so, and that's what dominates our brains but like yeah of course like in <laughs> When, like, Russian politicians or state media, like, align with something that is true, we have to, you know, we can say that. It's okay. Yeah. No, that's true. Like, that thing is true, even if the intention is uh, something, if there's an ulterior motive. Yeah. And not, and, and if the, even if the sneaky Russians it, are doing something else, even we agree I, with them. I hate to say it, but we know even sometimes Trump aligns with what is true. And that's scary. Not in this situation, but... Yeah, the broke, it's a broken clock situation. I was... Okay. Yeah. But I think, like, um, I was not only talking about media, just, like, in terms of also just people. I mean, at least one of the... Like, one narrative that I was getting from, like, Pasha and Maxime discussing this is that, like... A, like, A, the sort of agreeing, like, with the hypocritical thing about how fucked up America is and needs to stop taking the log out of its own, or wait, what is it? Needs to take the log out of its own eye before it takes the, how do you say that? Take the log out of your own eye before you take the stick out of your brother's eye, something like that. You know what I mean? Is that it? A is that something we say? Take the log. Okay, wait. Here we go. All right, 
Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of my out of thy brother's eye. Okay, it's the Bible, and it's the English Bible. That translation is different from the one that I. Okay, know. wait. Here, here. We go. <laughs> Let's see. I need uh, King James, please. <laughs> I need the American Bible. It's not even American. Okay, King James log. I. I. Uh, the King James. All right, hold on. Oh, it's a plank, first of all. Okay. Before you take like the okay. splinter out of your brother's eye or something. Thou hypocrite first. Ca- okay, this also says beam. Out the beam. Beam. Of beam. Uh, well, beam. I like said a beam, beam the first time. And I thought you said. Shalt I thought you said clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. Yeah, I don't eye. know That's about moat, but I thought you said beam, like a bean, like a round thing. Anyway. It, oh, a bean. It doesn't <laughs> take the bean out. You know what I mean? It's the it's the hypocrite thing. It doesn't no. that's not even what I was saying. Uh, yes, I was like, I that's understand. one way that, that they were talking about it. And the other way it was like this feeling of like there being something uh, this is this is just edging on conspiracy theory, but like the concept that like how could these riots be so out of control in basically a police state like the US where there's plenty, plenty of options to like basically quash quash or control uh these protests like how are they getting so out of control how are how are cop uh precincts being burned like all of the the destruction of property is one thing and then i think like once you get into like i said like once you start burning government buildings i think it's like next level and like um they're sort of thinking like or speculating about the concept that it's in some way this situation is benefiting somebody in government because there's like no way it would be allowed to like persist for so long basically something like that oh interesting like how how, i mean i i i said it's edging on conspiracy theory but i also to and sort of confuse what's going on not that i think like it's we've talked about this before in in our chat not that it's like an easy like why don't they just shoot people or something it's just like (laughs) um there's (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Why don't they just kill everybody in Minneapolis? I don't know. It's like, it's not what they're doing. Like, they could, they're already, so so the police and, you know, riot police and um, National, National Guard. Guard. I mean, they, there's already, they're already using, like, the first, like, level of weapons that they use, like rubber bullets, whatever, spray and um, gas. But, like, there's a way to, it's like the way they, they do it. Like, it feels like maybe they they must not be applying these things that effectively or some or like the fact that now multiple cities have um curfew but like nobody's following yeah. it or, yeah or people are but not I everyone mean, i do think that there's probably something having to do with like every all these cities are just like coming out of coronavirus there's some there's some like latent response there and then i also think that responding against a chaotic force when you're an organized force is not like particularly actually easy oh yeah and then they are also like even though they suck dick obviously they are also invested in not killing a lot of yeah definitely as as i said it's not about killing it's like crowd control tactics 
that they have. Yeah. You, you, Mr. Cop, better get better at crowd control. I, I, I don't want them to be it's better. Like I just confuse people like social distancing. You know. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like maybe like we have to think cynically also about sort of what is keeping you know them from from being even, but just keeping sort of these forces, state forces, from being even more. Um, violent with protesters like not only because it's like out of the goodness of their own heart but also because of like pr basically yeah pr and the, i mean the conspiracy i feel like the underlying thing there could be like oh well you have to let them feel as if they are like manifesting some change but really yeah tire them out it's like the tire them out thing like we're gonna contain we have it like under control like they think right like they would that's possible for sure like it's under control but people aren't sleeping and people are eventually going to be tired and people are eventually going (laughs) to stop and so we're just going to like let them rather than you know definitely i think they're trying to avoid at all costs firing on their own citizens for a number of reasons um because and also that that would set a new precedent hasn't happened in quite a long time but like um yeah it's i think that might be like what's going on here but in any any case it does feel like strategic something is gonna happen there's some reason this yeah happening i always my problem with this sort of stuff is i always like waffle between like oh no they're just like complete idiots and they are like a master state. Right. Same, exactly same, same. What they're doing. That's kind of what I was saying to like to Maxine and Pasha. I was like, I think you guys are giving like the the like U.S. military machine like too much credit in a sense, or like the police at least, not the military, but like the police yeah. too much credit in like how trained they are. But then again, I'm like, no, wait, that can't be right. <laughs> but they're they might. I don't know how they're trained exactly, but police individual cops are like clearly like on average a lower IQ than the general public. They just like donuts too much. <laughs> it clouds their brain with sugar. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I don't know. They suck. Whatever. I, yeah. We hate them. We hate them. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just... And it is actually, like, really intense, because even at that protest yesterday, there was, like, a good number of cops, and, you know, it's like, you know this, of course, but, like, every single cop has a gun and a baton and a taser well and a baton and a taser gun so it's like two guns on the hip and it's just like why does any why can like any retard like get a gun and permission to just like shoot people sorry sorry lena i mean first of all yeah it's scary um and i we didn't talk we're not gonna get into gun laws but like that's true in in a lot in the states in general <laughs> lily's theory that the that the people are gonna rise up it's not my theory it's just <laughs> that like guns. i think that gun ownership also plays a part in how the uh in how the state forces like interact with protesters compared to other countries I think that's a yeah, fair assessment. Yeah, because in Russia, like, nobody owns guns. So you right, so it's easier to, Fire like, away. You're not, necessi- <laughs> you're not risking, like, that there's going to be somebody with an automatic weapon in the crowd. Like, you're not risking yeah, that's that. that's true. I mean, that's I, true. I'm not that's saying, true. like, it's a whole, like, again, it's not the same groups of people, like the, like the militia men who are, like, coming out against quarantine, because that's their battle to fight. Um, but, like, <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, within a crowd of, you know, hundreds or thousands of people like just a very few might have like guns and then not only yeah. own probably several, lots of people own guns like 
there was like the what 36 percent of the state of minnesota or something but what i mean is like there's probably only like a small group of people willing to actually use them i mean that's another step yeah and then much smaller much smaller and i and i and i keep i'm keeping that all in mind i'm just saying it does present a different like slightly different dynamic that i thought was worth bringing up in terms of like protesters versus the state in the u.s an armed population. But, I, yeah, I think, like, it is it is really fucked, like, that, yeah, like, police... Because it's not only that police have access to the, the weapons that they're carrying around all the time, it's it's the whole, like, you know, power, hungry, like, that, pos- that position that makes them do terrible things. It's not just, like, any old person with a gun. It's, like, specifically yeah. thinking that you have power over people. Um, yes, and that you're, like, immune, essentially. Yeah. It's scary. And that you ha- that you're like righteous, because you're in a little uniform. Because you're <laughs> like because you're serving and protecting with your like belly. Yeah. But <laughs> question, question is there and your like butt crack out? Is there a, um yeah in your wide stance with your belt with so many heavy things on it, so you have to stand wide so that you can support them? Um, are, is there a curfew in New York? No, curfews are scary. I can't believe yeah, there's curfews, curfews in, are in I, I heard from Russian media that there's curfews in 25 cities. Like a lot? What Is that fake? I don't know. Well, if Russian Look media it says up. it, it's probably true. Or maybe I was... Let me see. American... Curfews are, yeah, like next level like In war response stuff. to corona or what? No, in response to the protests, I thought. Please maybe not 25. Maybe it was less. Check it out. All right, and then I have to go. Okay. Widespread unrest as curfews defied. All right. Um, also, this is a weird random other fact, but the police officer, huge demonstrations have taken place in at least 30 cities. Um, I don't know. Jesus, the entire city, I think LA they're talking about, is under a, a oh, a 20, what's 20? 8, 8 p.m. to 5.30 curfew. Twenty-five Chicago cities across curfew. sixteen states have now imposed cur- have now imposed curfews. Twenty-five yeah. cities. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That's a, that's crazy. And this curfew really makes me feel like like war zone. Like curfew is a like a it, martial it law. That. But, I mean, that's yeah. that, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like curfews are never like an okay thing. Bad. I disagree with you. I thought there were only curfews okay. in Donbass. <laughs> what this eastern ukraine or some shit <laughs> all right are you gonna stop recording yeah ready yeah one two three stop